All right, microphone check, one, two, one, two, we are back. I will name this podcast later, episode number, give me a minute, give me a minute, give me a minute, I want to say 82. I was going to say 83. Are you going to fact check this? Yes, I'm going to. 82 feels right to me, the 80s seem to be going rather slowly. Just like, oh, you're right, I stand corrected, it's episode 82. 82, you sit corrected, 82. I'll name this podcast later. I know. I Fuck you. Just because we got cameras now and people could see. Yeah, yeah, look at me. Uh, across from me is Rory Lanes. To my right is an empty black chair because <laughs> Maul is running extremely late. Uh, but that's fine. Whenever he arrives, he will pop in. Uh, I feel like I haven't spoken to you guys in quite some time. Yeah. Well, not really. I saw you on Sunday. But I guess it's been a week to our listeners. On, on this platform, you know, you, know what, you know what we stopped doing? Maybe because I stopped caring. What's that? We stopped inquiring about, you know, we used to catch the listeners up on what the week has been like for yeah, us Yeah, about our personally. lives. and Maybe just because we don't do shit. <laughs> maybe well, we're that, just whack now. Well, that's why I don't really tell them very much. Because my life is not as exciting as everyone makes theirs out to be on Instagram. Oh, I have a cool <laughs> update from... Uh, coming here actually All right. yeah we got some excitement yeah yeah let's hear it i think god was either bored or just felt like being funny today so i'm coming from uh new york penn station at rush hour so you know you can't get on fucking any train so there's literally one spot left like in the fucking between cars shit so i jump on it right as it's about to leave i hate that guy by the way oh i was that guy i 100 percent hate the guy well i had to take fucking train three trains and an uber to get to this undisclosed fucking secret location okay where we record so i didn't want to miss the train all right i applaud your dedication so <sighs> doors close i look up i'm surrounded by people but who am i staring right in the face at mm. my ex-girlfriend all right <laughs> all right you know how many people are in penn station at rush hour you know how many trains go in and out? You know how many cars are on those fucking trains? Well, were you two going to the same destination? No, I had to switch trains in Secaucus, and she was going to where she lives. How do you know? Oh, shit. Mm, got him. So this is an ex I don't particularly talk to, care. She don't care about me. I don't care about her. It was one that wasn't even really that serious, and we just moved on and never spoke to each other. So with that, she knows really nothing about me. I'm like a new person now. So right. that hits me right away. And we have no choice but to speak to each other. We're standing. We can't move. I can't even get my, t- I can't even reach for my ticket. We're so fucking close to each other. So close enough in proximity to tongue kiss. Yeah. All right. Just wanted to paint so that I get, visual for I get the you're cool, romantic with. I get the cool, like, oh shit, yo, how you been? You know, like the real corny, I ain't seen my ex in a while and I got to be a little bit doper than I was last time she saw me. Well, how was she looking? She was looking good. Did she look great? She did. No, we don't care about good. Did she look better or worse than when you were with her? That's the only uh, thing that ever matters. She was coming from work and looked great for coming from work. Mm, okay. All right. Continue. Yeah. Looked like we both got our lives. Of course, I'm dressed a little bit better because we have cameras in here today. And I figured I wouldn't dress like a slob. So she's like, oh, what are you doing on NJ Transit? Because I don't ever take NJ Transit. I'm either on the path. Oh, just going or- to cash this $20 million <laughs> check. So... Mind you, it's social media now, so everyone, I think we still follow each other, so everyone knows what we're doing, but I was like, Psh, you know, going going to do this little podcast thing that I do now, you know. She's like, oh yeah, I heard about that. I was like, yeah, we got some cameras today. It's some big network. I don't even know, like MTV or some shit. I'm just making shit up as I go. You might be the Trying biggest to- <laughs> loser. 
What a loser. So I'm just trying to sound way fucking doper than I really am. Which is mad difficult. Oh, dear. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you're that guy. Yeah. You know, I'm talking a little lower. My, My voice ain't even that low. Did any of this stuff work at all? No. She didn't give a fuck about none of that shit you were talking nope. about. Nope, not at all. How did she respond? How was the goodbye? It was fine. It was one of those breakups where we didn't, neither of us gave a fuck. We both just moved on and never spoke to each other or cared to check up on each other. So I was just trying to sound like I was popping. That's all. It's very important to stunt on your ex, no matter no matter the uh, depth of your relationship. Yeah. And because she caught me at a good time where I happened to be going to do something, it just made me doper. And it's a nice shirt. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. All right, so well, that's, I, that's how I got here. Yeah, all right, I, I, I enjoyed that story. My my trip was a lot less eventful, so I mean, nothing really to discuss there. What I will start well, with, yeah, I mean, if you ran into your exes, we'd be recording a song right now. We wouldn't be doing a podcast. No, I don't live that way anymore. <laughs> where I record about my exes, I want all of them to be happy, just yeah, the same I, way that I am. Uh, not to spoil it for Joe Budden fans, I don't think there's one verse about an ex on Rage. I said that, I tweeted that, and people got angry with me. Which tells me that uh, they probably don't know what they're in for with this album. But we'll talk about that soon. Rage, October 21st, Rage in the Machine. Shout out to A-Rap. I'll start on a a very low note. Uh, 2016 is added yet again. We've had multiple passings this week. Uh, Rest in peace to Arnold Palmer. Uh, If you've been under a rock for the last million years uh legendary golfer uh holds the record for oh, he hold, does he hold the record i know he was the first golfer to make a million dollars so that's kind of a cool record when did he do that <laughs> i don't know i didn't get his tax returns i don't know what data was <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't show us his taxes that seems to be a trend rest in peace to arnold palmer um uh, he passed this was what saturday night no i think it was sunday Sunday night? Yeah, because we were watching the game, and they showed the yes, rest in peace yes, shit, and we yes. thought it was talking about somebody else, and it ended up being Arnold Palmer. And then rest in peace to Jose Fernandez yep. uh, for the Miami Marlins, uh, a pitcher, their ace, who passed away in a freak boating accident. Uh, so I want to send my condolences to the families of both of those esteemed gentlemen, Um and again, 2016 just has been extremely rough, and they've taken quite a few legendary people. This Jose Fernandez story was alarming, one, because he was so young. 24 years old. 24 years old. Um, and all the clips that they showed of him, he just seemed so full of life. He seemed like someone who was, who, who was very excited about baseball and loved what he did. And he was a hell of a pitcher. Yeah. With a shitload of potential. He was nowhere near his peak and was already a great pitcher. Yeah, so apparently he went on a 35-foot yacht, him and two friends of his, um, and they hit, and I forgot the technical term. Yeah, it's, it's the rocks that come out from the beach. A bunch of them, yeah. in, in a row. <laughs> and apparently he was speeding. Did we read that somewhere that he was speeding? Yeah, they definitely hit it at full speed. Um, I don't know. I didn't read. I didn't want to continue to read reports. I'm not sure if there was alcohol and drugs involved, but I know it was at late hours at night. Yeah. Well, would they say? I don't think an autopsy has been too. I don't. We haven't received anything from an autopsy. 
just yet. Mm -hmm. But if I were just imagining, I'm off the record here. If I want to go on a 35 foot yacht at one in the morning, two in the morning, yeah, I would hope that somebody's bringing some type of alcohol or something. That just sounds like a much better time. Today, some news came out that one of the a, a friend of one of the gentlemen who was on that boat. It was a text. It was a text conversation where he was pleading with him to not go on that boat and oh, to Jesus. talk Jose Fernandez out of going on that boat, uh, just because of the dangers that come with boating. I'm no yeah. expert there, uh, but I would imagine out there in the ocean that late at night. I don't play with nature that way. No. Uh, and the cops said that they had pulled that boat over a few times. He was relatively known in that area, whosoever boat it was, and he usually had some of the Marlins on the boat. So he was a friend of the program, but not an athlete. While everyone is up in arms about uh, racism, which is very important, uh, I'm very concerned about global warming. <laughs> I, I hate to be that guy. You are that guy. I, I am that fucking guy. I don't play. I just don't play with the elements that way. Um, I have a hard time seeing inside my home with all the lights out <laughs> and nature in the middle of the fucking ocean. I would have to imagine is much, much worse than that. Yes. And uh, rocks coming out are just going to look like waves. And if I were to play like that, I don't know if I would be doing 100 miles per hour now. I don't have any of the information. Uh, so I won't say that that's what they were doing, but Jesus, uh, in the text, in the screenshot that I read though, uh, the gentleman that was on the boat who passed also, he was saying how Jose Fernandez was upset about something and just wanted to get his mind off of something. You can read uh, okay. this. It's on ESPN.com. Uh, so this has been published. This is not me just running off of my mouth or fabricating it all. Uh, so we want to send our condolences to the families and the loved ones and friends of Arnold Palmer and Jose Fernandez and the entire Major League Baseball Association. I thought that was real cool what they did for him at the game. Um, and I saw the Mets all signed to Jersey because oh, they played they? the Mets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they played the Mets. Yeah, no, a friend of mine, uh, Patty, I won't say her last name, works in the Marlin organization. And just had so many great things to say about him, not about his ability as an athlete, but him as a person and how much he meant to them. So, I mean, I'm sure retiring the jersey was the first thing they thought of. Shocking blow. Shocking blow for any organization to deal with. Hopefully the Marlins recover uh, and, the, and the city as a whole. Um, the debate. The debate. Hillary Blinton. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hillary fucking Blinton. The debate. The debate. The debate. <laughs> Did, did you watch the debate? I, I watched the debate. Um, the debate aired. I think no matter what your political opinion is, you should be watching these debates regardless, whether you're voting or not. These are important. No, don't say that. Just tell people to vote. <laughs> what do you mean if you're voting or not? We don't don't vote. Well, I'm torn. on <laughs> what, what is your stance on people saying, yo, I just don't want to vote? Like, I think both these people are horrible or the undercard. I'm not interested in voting. I know that's a right, but I don't want to vote. I don't fucking know. What am I tell somebody? I'm gonna make somebody vote. I'm asking your opinion. Because um, a lot of I people, would ask, lo I would ask them why. A lot of people get angry when you're like, "Well, I'm not voting," and they fucking flip out. Like, "See, you're the problem." And I'm like, "Well, if I don't like either of the two, or the other candidates, I may not know too much about. I'm not just running to go vote. Do, Which it could be very ignorant of me. I will never say politics is my forte. But are you? Are is that your stance? Uh. I'm leaning more towards not voting than I am towards Hillary right now. 
Okay, I made no mention of Hillary. No, I'm I'm giving you my answer. Okay, well, and and this is because you're just not a fan of either candidate. Yeah. Well, and I, I definitely went into that debate with an open mind of voting. I still have an open mind of voting. I'm not. I haven't well, set I, my I, mind. I, I I hope you vote. I encourage you to vote. I do. You as well. Well, I'm going to vote, which is why this is an interesting conundrum that we have here. This is the very first time that I think many of voters feel the same way that you do, uh, where we're just really not sure. Last night, watching the debate, right, I went and I made my, my oodles and noodles. I put my favorite slippers on, my favorite PJs. I sat Indian style on my couch just because that's what I enjoy doing. And I put this debate on. No, I watched Love and Hip Hop so, first. Sound like you're voting Democrat after I, that night. I watched Love and Hip Hop first. Fucking hippie. Go ahead. Yep, I did. And then. <laughs> I did too. Don't tell anyone. to show you how diverse my, my selection is. <laughs> you're so I balanced. Went from Mona Scott Young <laughs> to the fucking debate. Uh, what, this is the first time where I think there was minimal difference between the two. So I don't know how balanced that was. I agree. <laughs> now, mind you, I spoke I th- to my. <laughs> I think Love and Hip Hop was a great opener for the debate. So I'm, I'm talking to my father uh, earlier in the day who lives in the Bronx. And while his electric bill was paid, for some reason, his cable had gone out. I'm not a fan of direct TV ever. Uh, but his well, cable you know went out. know those two things are not combined. What? You can pay your electric bill and your cable can still go I out. mean, cable bill is what I meant. That's what I meant. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, don't, yeah, pick me up. Don't belittle me when I'm incorrect. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm trying to help you out. So, I love you, so, Dad. So my, so my pop paid his cable bill, but the cable was out. So he was very upset because my father has been talking about this debate and waiting for this debate, and I want to say, at least the last 20 years. Yeah. When was, when did we go to his crib to eat that A long one time? A long time ago. And he was already talking about this specific date. So when you start talking about politics with my dad, he's very passionate about politics. So he was barking on me. me as if I represented all of the young voters, <laughs> uh, all of the voters that feel the way that you feel. So I turn the debate on. I'm watching mm-hmm. the debate. The debate was must-see TV. Rory was correct in his assessment. Uh, between love and hip-hop and the debate, wasn't much of a difference. It really was like one big parody spoof. Um, Politics is just moving into an SNL skit. I don't know if Saturday Night Live will have any material. You took it out of my mouth. <laughs> like, you took the thought out of my it's brain. It's an SNL skit. Yeah, and I laughed my ass off until the very dim reality hit me that one of these people are going to be the president. Yeah. It's it's all I was having a conversation with my pops today. Uh it's Irish humor. Irish humor is very morbid, but you find humor in it, and this whole election feels like that. Like of course we're all laughing. This is crazy, but it's like doomsday at the same time. Donald Trump is funny. But he's not like I almost feel guilty for laughing, but I do laugh if, I'm, if we're being you more, should feel guilty if we're being transparent. I do. Everyone should feel guilty. Of course, it's entertaining, but this is our future. We're laughing at Donald Trump. And, and I've been on this podcast, you know, anytime we don't talk politics much here. But when we do, uh, I've, I've <laughs> already I've already said how I feel. Right. And and and, and uh, everything I said in my freedom freestyle is kind of it's kind of indicative of how I feel, right? So shameless why plug, shameless plug? Listening to this debate and listening to Donald Trump, 
I, me, personally, I could be wrong, and I'm not one of those hypersensitive black fist, uh, black panther, black people. Mm -hmm. I'm not. Right? Would you say that? Yeah, I would say so. Am I? I mean, you can tell me if I am. No, I don't think you are. I I don't think I am. Rory would tell me uh, if I... I, So I'm not that black guy, but I, I feel like Donald Trump is talking in so much racist code to just get all black people to fuck out of here. Uh, to steal from Bill Burr, as I usually do, he made a great point with taking out racial slurs. You're giving racists a path to not be racist. So because you don't hear the N word or a slur, you can be racist because those are the key words that are going to get people going. But if they don't hear that, yeah, maybe it's not racist. As for me, I mean, people are racist. Great. Um, the bigger argument here would be. You know, some people say that the entire infrastructure is racist. Um, so when you start saying things, he kept saying law and order. <laughs> he kept saying law and order, law and order. We need law and order, law and order, law and order. And I one love of, law and order. One of the funnier tweets I saw was, Yo, what does SVU have to do with this? <laughs> well, as soon as he kept saying it, all I could say was, I love law and order too, but I was being funny. Every time he said it, all I could think, I interpreted it as martial law. Mm-hmm. So when he when he when he when he stands there and he tells me all the laws that he's broken, <laughs> and then he says he supports stop and frisk, and then he starts saying law and order, law and order, and I'm tagging those right under your make America great again. <laughs> it's amazing. So now that's my own personal view. But we have to have the debate anyway. It's always it's always intriguing to me. And there was talk about Donald Trump trying to run for some years now. And I hate to be that guy, but as soon as they gave us Barack, I said, oh, baby. Yes. <laughs> what do you think? Listen, you got to be careful what you ask for. I've said that in this podcast before, too. They're going to give you something. You're going to give something back. So we got the black president. Great. So. And with that, when Mitt Romney came, I said, all right, Republicans are doing exactly what Democrats did. Let me give you something to the exact opposite, which was Barack Obama from George Bush. Then Mitt came and I was like, all right, if we survive this, we might be all right. Because Mitt Romney was was very right. He wasn't like John McCain kind of went in the middle for certain issues. Mitt Romney was fucking Bill O'Reilly's wet dream. I thought since we survived that there's no way in hell Donald Trump could make that. Oh, yeah. Well, listen here, baby. We are here. The fact that our, a presidential candidate can get up there and just spew untruths. He's been doing that for quite some time, and it seems like even when he's called out on it, it doesn't make too much of a difference. We knew they were going to throw personal uh, barbs back and forth with each other, emails, birth certificate. Like, why am I listening to... Uh, uh, Obama was brought up to, and I'm not, I'm really not like the huge Obama defender at every waking moment. I love Obama, but I'm not that guy. I kept, he kept referring back to Obama. And I'm like, are you running against Obama or Hillary? You keep bringing up what he did. I just, they're going to keep bringing Obama up. They're yeah. going to keep bringing Bill up. But I did <laughs> learn that Donald Trump is pretty confident in all that he's, I, maybe I've been under a rock. Donald Trump. He's wrong and strong. 
He's pretty confident in all that. I felt like Donald just, Trump being confident is news to you. <laughs> no, him getting on the biggest platform that television has to offer and stroking his own ego and jerking himself off in the midst of lying. And, yeah. and I hate to sound like I'm so uh, HRC Hillary Rodham Clinton. I'm not. But Donald Trump, my nigga. You know who Donald Trump is? Donald Trump is a barber <laughs> on a Saturday who just spews shit out just to make his point sound like he's saying something smart and then goes right or wrong, right or wrong, and points to everyone. Look it up, look it up. When you know they ain't going to look it up. But the only difference is they're going to look it up. Who this do, isn't a barbershop. Who, do, who, do, who are they saying won the debate? Uh, I didn't, we can't, CNN says that Hillary won. I didn't know that people were referring to CNN as the... Uh, as the Clinton, <laughs> what they the Clinton News Network. Network. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, um, Fox is saying Trump won, of course. Well, I mean, when is un, the next un, one? Unbiased. Trump came out strong. Unbiased, he did come out pretty strong. But after ten minutes, it just, you're a racist. <laughs> no, 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 I am. Whoa, 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 hey, I've been well documented in being a racist. <laughs> yeah, anybody that supports Trump. <laughs> So I'm listening to the radio this morning. I'm a New Yorker. We're, we hate everyone. That's a lie. I'm not listening to the radio this morning. But I'm on the internet this morning, and a clip comes out from the radio this morning, and it's envy and support of Stop and Frisk. Oh, I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. That was, that was interesting to me. Again, remember I said <laughs> that Colin Kaepernick and his, his knee and his protest is making me feel a way toward people that I mm. didn't feel a way toward. Yeah. So now I feel a way that envy is well, pro Trump, stop Trump, and frisk. Trump has has two in the uh, white community <clears throat> as far as you not fully knowing people until now. Because politics was never always something that you talked about in casual conversation with like a coworker, say. But Trump has put this battery in everyone's back to be to act like him so they got fucking make america great bumper stickers and hats on their fucking desk and it's like dog i didn't even know you thought that way let me tell you something i was in new york well i live in new jersey so that's not that doesn't say much yeah, whoa yeah i was in new york <laughs> traveling man Thanks for on a it. world tour. When this whole stop and from Bloomberg put the stop and frisk shit in effect and let me tell you as a young black man it wasn't fun well i I can say I have a couple black friends I, w- I would like to think. They got stopped. I never got stopped. I was in New York for the entire well, fucking get here, stop. Rory. No, you, well, you, you didn't I'm, get stopped out of I'm, all of them? I don't think everyone <laughs> on that listens to us is not oh, not God. a Hillary supporter and actually are Trump supporters. And I'm telling them I was in New York and I promise you it was targeted to specific people. Everybody wanted to chime in and let me know that that was no surprise that Envy felt that way because his father I was, is, a, is an officer. Before we got off the topic, I was going to say his, his dad's a cop, so he was raised in a house. What the fuck does that have to do with the price of tea in China? I don't really understand that, that you're, argument. You're, you're raised in a house. I was raised. You're raised in a world where black people are getting shot by, uh, quote air quotes, protected servants is the world that we're in. I don't really care about what your father did for a living. Do you think when you're growing up, a lot of things are instilled for you? Forever from what's at your dinner table from fucking zero years old to 18. Repeat that one more time for me. Do you think that there are things that are instilled in you that will stay in your brain and makeup, whether you know it or not, forever because it was at your dinner table from age zero to 18? Uh, my family was a little dysfunctional. I don't know if we had dinner at 
Well, like a family together at the right time. Joey, come downstairs. (laughs) Dinner's ready. Like we wasn't doing it like that. So what was instilled at the dinner table? I was playing with matches at the dinner table. Instilled in your household. And then my mom made me light the food on fire and then Uh, try to eat it. Who are you, Charlie Clips? I'm not getting specific in what room of the house you're in. I'm just saying. My bad. Um, Riding a bike. Yes. So if if that's what you're asking me. If your father is not a cop, you're going to have somewhat of... A love for police officers, whether you I know it or not. A, I have a love for police officers. Love for police officers is not what this conversation is about. He's my, I'm talking about stop and frisk. I want to make it clear. About, I'm not defending envy. I'm just saying where some of his thought process might come, it may come from a cop because his father was a cop. I want to know I don't care how, how old he is. I know, but help me because I'm slow then. I want to know how the two are related. Cops, listen, my conversation, again... It's not about uh, the boys in blue. It's not about the police. Mm-hmm. It's about racists. I have a lot of cop friends that I love. If somebody come creeping around my fucking uh, house, I'm calling the cops. I think stop and frisk was liked by the police because they could plant whatever they wanted easily and they could do whatever the fuck they wanted easily. They got to skip all that shit that sometimes they got caught for. It was a simple run your pockets from a cop, and I think cops liked it, and maybe that's instilled in Envy's life. I want to invite DJ Envy. DJ Envy. Mic check one, two, one, two. DJ Envy. This is Joe Budden extending an open invite to you. Deemable whenever you see fit to come to this podcast and explain your uh, train of thought. I want to know. And to make it clear, I am in no way defending Envy. I don't, I don't see how... I am just trying to give an option for conversational purposes on maybe what his thinking came from. I don't That's see all. how someone's dad being a cop, because I'm at no point am I saying... I'm not the rapper that, oh, uh, fuck all the police, all pigs are bad. I'm not that guy. Your dad being a right. cop... Eh, <laughs> I've been called oh, worse by better. Uh your dad being a cop, I heard he lived in the suburbs. I don't give two fucks about where you live or any of that. I feel like any minority with children, because for me, this is not about uh, he nor I. This is about the kids. Fuck me. This mm. is about the kids and the grandkids, all that's going on now. Any minority with kids, I just don't understand. I don't understand how you're in support of stop and frisk. Off of the whole, it's uh, unconstitutional. That's great. That's for them to say in the White House. Where I'm from, how the fuck is you for it? Just somebody tell me. Envy, I need you to explain it to me whenever you come here, and I won't spend too much time on that. Mm. Uh, so while the debate is going on, leave it to the Kardashians. What did they do? Uh, Rob. Rob, man. I told my mother to stop texting me about the Kardashians, so I never know what's going on with them. I want hey, I want to shout out to Rob. Rob is swinging at the the relevancy fence. He's giving it all he's got. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 for real. Rob, Rob was the least liked Kardashian, right? Is that true? I'm not well versed on my Kardashians. I don't think so. Maul, nice of you to join us. Maul, who is the uh, most who is who is or was the least liked Kardashian? Who was the most irrelevant? Is that oh, fair? Oh yeah, absolutely. Most irrelevant. Irre- All right. Well, least liked, irrelevant. The Joe not Button popping, of the Kardashians. Not popular, if you will. 
<laughs> whatever you choose to, whatever title Who you was see the fit. Least popular Kardashian. I'm going well, no, with. No. I'm, now that you changed it to that, yeah, I agree, Rob. I'm saying like when you meant disliked, I thought like oh, who, ha- who hated yes, in the family. Kardashian. Yeah, Rob. One hundred percent, Rob. Rob is went giving it all he's got at the fences here. So while the uh, debate is on, Rob tweets Kylie's phone number. I did see that retweeted. Then he tweeted after that and said, uh, "Did you text her?" I'm not. No, no, <laughs> no. And I would love to get into the the uh, the mind of the men that will text a number from the internet that wasn't privately sent to you. But yeah, I'd like to know what the end well, goal is here. Um, <laughs> I'm one of those guys, I think. Huh? Are you? I think so. Just for fun. Wait, oh man, Mo, Mo is messy. Wait, who would you? <laughs> so if somebody puts a number on on Twitter, you'll call like, the number, like a celebrity number, like how Rob put it, put Kylie's number out. I definitely would have texted that that number. Why? I don't know. For what? I don't know. Just, just <laughs> Kylie gonna be like, oh shit, it's more. Yeah. <laughs> well, you would have to assume that that phone has a million text messages coming through. Why is this? No, person... that number was definitely changed. In the and of of course, but I'm saying, why would they be responding to any text? What's the point of texting it? Because I, any... I would act like I was somebody she knew already. Like, yo, that's crazy that he's doing that. <laughs> 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 like, yo, Rob Wilder. You're like, yo, Kylie, like, yo, you wilder. Yo, yo, yo I, talk ju- to I just hit Rob. I'm gonna talk to. Yeah, him. I'm gonna talk to. <laughs> him. Oh my god. Yo, so so a tweet followed that tweet saying, um, and I'm not hacked either. That, that was my favorite part. Yeah. The it's Rob, part. dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the dog. The dog Just. is what made me believe it. Yeah. Oh, shit. It's, it's really Rob. <laughs> <laughs> he said dog. Yeah. If a nigga lie on dog. Yeah, you can't lie on dog. No, it's a few words you can't lie yeah. on. Dog is one of them. Yeah. Um, and then he tweeted the girl's phone number. All while the debate was on. And it got me to really thinking, do you know that most of the Kardashian mess tweets or just tweets in that family that should garner some type of attention, they normally happen when one community of people uh, are watching the same, is watching the same exact thing. Is this Conspiracy Joe coming up? Yes. This is definitely Conspiracy Joe. Yeah. I'd, I'd ask for examples, but I don't know if you could give those because I don't think you're that well versed in the Kardashians, and nor am I. I can actually because I because if we just think back to the last time, the last few times that Kim has posted one of those selfies, oh the naked joints, they were during uh, I think it was a, a terror attack. <laughs> a terror, <laughs> we was getting bombed on. Well, and she, she put a selfie out there in the, in the world. In a new, in her defense, she's just keeping everyone calm. And one of the other Distracting us to to get our mind away from the terrorists. It was an award show. And I said, as soon as I saw it, I said, some people are really insecure. Are you saying Kim's selfies are like the We Are are the World record? I'm saying that the timing is just a little funny to me. That's all I'm saying. So I don't know. I don't think Rob is genuine. The the timing (laughs) is strategic. Are you going to tell me that a Kardashian is not genuine? Yes. I don't Um, think Rob is being... Is being genuine. What a what a great observation. Genuine, genuine. Speaking of genuine, right? Let me tell you this. LeBron, LeBron stood up and spoke. Mm-hmm. LeBron stood up and spoke. Like I love LeBron for always doing, standing up and speaking. And he said he was indeed going to stand. Um, but then he went on this whole long soliloquy 
about how yeah, and they tried he's to f- in support of Cap, but he is going to stand. They tried to flip it and make him look like All Lives Matter with like a 30-second clip. Now, all I could say was, because I was looking for a, a reason to be angry, to be angry black man in what he was saying, because we want to be angry at anyone who's standing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I couldn't find one. And then I said, wow, what an amazing way to agree and disagree. Which no one has found a way to do yet. That's my point. Not one person. That's my point. All of these they people. They got Cam the fuck out of here in like a minute. Cam really made it easy to get himself yeah. the fuck out of here. And I'm 100% against Cam now. Now I'm very against Cam. You still on the Cam wagon. No. That's still your dude. Tell the truth the same way it was. I mean, my I'm, my dude totally like lost me before the season even started. Tom Brady, once he told me he was in support of Trump. Oh, yeah, he did say that. So... Yeah, yeah, that was a long time ago. Is he still? Yeah, but Tom won enough Super Bowls to be able to vote for whoever the fuck he want to vote is that, for. Is that the R. Kelly? Because he's, <laughs> because he's made great music, we kind of just let a lot of them girls slide. Cam going to tra- gonna trot onto the field this past Sunday with the uh, T-shirt yeah. with the Martin Luther King quote on the back of it uh, that says, uh, Injustice some, uh, anywhere... Is yeah, uh you know the fucking yeah, yeah. T- it's too late when it's too late once you start talking gray in matters that should solely be black or white and and Cam's been talking gray for a little while not many people have straddled the line like LeBron is my point like I appreciate the fact that he was able to articulate himself well from both sides and even if he was being a media darling and protecting his brands, it didn't feel that way. No. It never feels like LeBron is being being anything less than sincere. They've been calling Cam OJ all week. Yeah, Coon <laughs> Newton. Yeah, I'm, I'm with that. OJ Newton, Coon Newton, all of that. And then he got Do the nerve. Do you feel to- Jordan was like that? Yeah, Jordan was like that. Jordan gets a pass for so much shit. Mm. I, I, I always, Jordan gets a pass for so much shit. But when you're the greatest player to ever play the game of basketball, Jordan was Jordan wasn't trying to fuck nothing up. Did you see what uh, did y'all see what Michael Crabtree said? No. Oh, oh, oh my yeah, yeah, yeah. God, I did, I did, I did, I did, I did. See, and this is a prime example. We be wanting people to speak up. Like we be wanting rappers and athletes. You gotta be careful what you ask for. Michael Crabtree said, I don't know nothing. I just I'm just a football player. I just mm. I just play football. I ain't no Martin Luther King. That's what he said. <laughs> the, the problem I have with that is I don't think that people realize that even you know, not even fifty years removed, Muhammad Ali was he was just a boxer, right? But he just he stood up. What makes Muhammad Ali the greatest? He wasn't technically the greatest boxer. Floyd Mayweather might be a better technical boxer than Muhammad Ali was. When I mean, you look at technicality of the sport, footwork, hand movement, you know, defense. Mm-hmm. But what? Me, what makes Muhammad Ali the greatest in our eyes is that what he fought for outside of the ring and things that he stood up for outside of his sport. And I, I think that a lot of these athletes today, they lose sight of that. And this wasn't that long ago. This was the 70s, no. the 60s, the 70s. You know what I mean? Like this was their parents were alive in this era where these athletes would stand up for things like this. And I just I think now that, you know, a lot of athletes have this. It's like this. I don't know. They're scared or. And it's like they're making so much more money than Muhammad Ali was making and that uh, Jim Brown was making and all these and Bill Russell. Like these players are making more than these players ever made in their entire careers. 
And well, I, that's what I was going to say about Mike. Mike wasn't making so much money. When so he was playing. when he was cautious to not ruin his money, it was a, it was understood. Right. Because we all felt like Mike was getting robbed. But see, that's my that. But that's a deeper thing than why do these athletes feel like they can't say something and, and it's gonna mess up their? To, that says a lot. To that point, though, I think a lot is happening. Of course, we all see people killing Cap about that. But I think there's even more happening within that franchise and this league that Cap is going through. That's even worse that Crabtree can see. I, I, like, I get that. Like outside of the public scrutiny, I think there's head owners and it's a corporation. Like, listen, I'm not, the I, NFL is part of the infrastructural uh, so, systematic racism <laughs> that we speak of. No, I can't prove that because I'd be in Jersey and I'm not in the fucking arenas. However, no, I mean, no, I think if you think Cap getting killed in the public, you can only imagine what's happening behind. And I know a lot of these NFL players that are not saying shit see it more than we do. And of course, that's not a pass to not say shit, but that could be in their brain when they're saying these things, Well, let which me, is horrible, but it's just a, a thought. Well, let me tell you, in, in my experience, in, in my very limited experience with the very limited finances <laughs> that I have, right, and just my look, just the way that I present myself, the young black guy with all of these tattoos hopping out of a really nice car with expensive shit on, right, this is what I've learned about white people. Well, white people with money. There's the white people with money that are not afraid of black people and their money and how they make it. And then there are the white people that are afraid of how black people mm-hmm. make their, and just how they appear. So when you start talking about, you start talking about the NFL and play and players, a lot of these owners are 80 years old. Um, When you start talking about 70, 80-year-old, 90-year-old men, I mean, Donald Sterling, that didn't shock anybody really, right? Not at all. I mean, this is what is going on behind closed doors. Now, that's very different from a Mark Cuban, who's a bit younger, Mm -hmm. uh, probably a bit more accepting to uh, people that look like Maul and I. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So I mean, do I think there's some owners in the NFL that's that's yeah. Absolutely. I I mean I one hundred percent think there's some racist But my problem is this though, I think we don't we we truly don't understand the power that we have. Like and, and that that's what really bothers me. Like I have, you know, friends in the professional athletes and we just have personal conversations and I'm like, if you feel like that, I know your teammates feel like that. What do you think would happen if all of y'all decided one day we're not gonna play tonight? And then we're not going to play the next night. And we're not going to play the night after that. You don't think that immediate change would happen? Um, I know it's hard to get three people to do some shit together. And that's now, the you problem. Talking about, you're yeah. talking about a whole but that's, and that's, slew and, of... And that's the and, problem. And, and what would the change be then to you, get back on the court? And you're asking people to be really courageous... You're asking people that, you know, people that might be used to a certain lifestyle and people that come with certain spending habits now. Uh, you, you're just asking a lot of people. But, yes, I do know what that would do. Immediate change. Immediate change. Immediately. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And that's the problem. Where we don't, you know, it's like the old saying, you know, when you tie an elephant to a tree long enough, you can tie that chain around a beach chair and he won't move because he's so used to just mm-hmm. being tied down. It's just the feeling like I can't 
I, I, I'm no, I cannot go nowhere because I'm attached to this. I'm tied down to this, and we don't know our power that we can actually make so many changes in the community. And it starts with it starts with just us in our communities. You know what I mean? Like when I hear young cats talking around people, and they using the word nigga and all. Like I get, a, I'm at the age where I get uncomfortable with that now. And I'm looking at these young dudes. I'm like, yo, come on, man. Y'all talking like this in front of these people. Like, you wouldn't want this person to call you that, but you you using the word so freely around them. You know what I mean? And it starts with just little changes like that. With the way we carry ourselves, the way we walk, the way we talk, the way we, you know, control our communities, the way we act in our communities, the way we keep our communities looking. Like, you just treat your community like shit. People not going to respect you. You know what I mean? If, If you don't treat it like it's something, why should people that's not from your community come here and respect it if you don't respect it? And that's the problem. I think it's just a disconnect between us and others, you know, and other peoples. But it's like, you know, we from our community. We know how we walk. We talk. But, yeah, we got to understand that there are other people that come into our communities that don't know how we carry ourselves and are not comfortable with the way we carry ourselves. Like a lot of this crime that goes on and this police brutality, police brutality to me is because they're putting these police officers that are not from these areas oh, in course. these neighborhoods. And it's like, how would you like I, I wouldn't know how to act if you just if I was from like the suburbs and you threw me in the middle of a projects and told me control the projects. I wouldn't know how to act. And I'm African-American. Mm-hmm. But if I had grew up in the suburbs, you know, and I was, I'm not used to this environment and you throw me in this environment. Of course, I'm going to get on the defense when I see four dudes come out the building with pit bulls on chains. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. You see dudes standing in the lobby, pants hanging down, shooting dice, smoking, you know, doing drugs like. I'm not I don't know this is a complete different world to me. So I'm automatically on the defense. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that because it, I, I still don't understand how officers have non-lethal weapons and all of these killings that we're seeing, I have not seen a non-lethal weapon used yet. When you say officers have all of these non-lethal weapons, let let's what 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 does all of these entail? Uh pepper spray, tasers. Uh, T- tasers can be lethal, but we have seen them work in a non-lethal way more than I mean tasers lethal. are not as lethal as busting off your and shit I, well, but listen. shit even with the training to, to Maul's point I don't even think you could you can train someone that's a mental thing I think right. you could give them all the special fucking forces moves in the world you still have to have that mentality walking into the projects to try right. to control these people that live on top of each other which is why I said we need to police ourselves we need to control our own communities but even but see at the same time um, what was that thing that happened in Texas uh, it was in the suburbs it was a pool party and you got cops fucking body slamming 14 year old girls on the ground and if you right. think a 14 year old girl in a bathing suit is a threat right. you shouldn't be a cop right that's I a think a cop has a lot more to do with the mental part. I think they're focusing way too much on the physical, and it's rubbing off clearly. Right. It's, it's these kids that were picked on their whole life. They took steroids and don't even, and they're not even athletes, and they're going out and fucking shooting people. Right. But here I am complaining without a solution because I'm not sure how you would do that. I mean, I think what you said with the policing your own communities is probably the best thing. Got to police heard. ourselves, man. That's where it starts. They do need some type of non-lethal weapon that can be shot. They have bean bags. They have rubber bullets. They got shit. Bean bags. No, I'm talking about that needs to be standard on the belt, on the Batman belt that the yeah, police carry. I agree. That should be standard. I agree. I think the cops know how to not kill people. I can't even believe we're do. having this conversation. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, that's real. Yeah, that's yeah. real. Like, I can't believe that I just said, I think the cops know how to not kill people. Right. But but I do. I yeah. do. That video came out in that, uh, in the Keith Lamont, I don't have his last name, uh, 
on the tip of my tongue right this second. But the video came out, the video that everyone was demanding to see, mm-hmm. uh, and we saw it. So now how do we feel now? Do we still feel like cops are planting evidence? Just give me a yes or no. I don't even want to stay on it because it's depressing and sad. Oh, of course. Yes, I mean, it's I think been cops. going on for years. <laughs> See, this is my thing. I tell people all the time, we're only in an uproar about this because we get information so fast now. Yes. But if you talk to some of your older uh, relatives, they'll look at you like, this has been going on for years. Yeah. This isn't new. We just see it immediately now because we have camera phones and all these ways to, to get information to each other in the world. But you think this wasn't happening in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s? I do. Come on, man. Like, you got to know this was happening. Like, cops was so crooked back then. Actually, it, it might be, they might be a little less crooked now because we can get information so fast. But, like, in the 80s, yeah, you think even... cops weren't, like, going to the block and dropping drugs off to the dealers? And, like, no. say, have that money back for us by the weekend? I could see that happening. Come on, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I could see that. that absolutely. Doesn't take much, that doesn't take much imagination on, Absol- on my part. What's, what's, what's the precinct man. in East New York? They did a whole fucking exactly. a whole scandal over there. Oh, no, no. Them niggas was wilding. Yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> that, but that's, they was wilding exactly, over there. Exactly, but that's the norm. That was the norm. Yeah. I don't think it was just that precinct. Yeah, <laughs> hell no. So now we have, um, so now we have so many rappers uh, speaking out and using their platforms. Uh, I saw a T.I. video the other day called Warzone, mm-hmm. and it gave me chills. It was a great video. Really good video. I really like that song, and I really like that video. And then I learned that he's apparently putting out an entire Black Lives Matter project, and then I, I wasn't sure how to feel anymore. I know, um, you know, people are just being more aware. I know Ty Dolla Sign recently released something called Campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw a flyer going around that... Uh, uh, Metro Boomin was doing a show saying uh, Metro don't trust uh, Donald Trump. <laughs> so uh, people people are using their platforms. Um, Ti is one of the people I could I could I want to hear speak on these things. Absolutely, I want to hear music from him addressing these things. I hope this doesn't become a trend where a bunch of you fuck niggas start giving me bars about shit you know zero about. Mm. Yeah, that's the problem I have with with rappers. Yeah, and I, I, yeah. Hate, I hate to be the guy to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I'll, I'll take bars from the intelligent ones if we have to sacrifice. You, you for can, the fuck shit. you yeah, right. You can, can feel, you can off. feel who's being real with it though. Yeah, yeah. like you can, you know that Ti is, is, is definitely real with it. You know that uh, it's you know, surprisingly another person that you know I was ha- I was very happy with the way they stood up on their social media platform during the whole Meek and Game thing was Nipsey. And the things that yeah. he he was tweeting and the things that he was saying and that was very you know that was dope f- f- to read that coming Nipsey from Nipsey is mature, right? I don't think we've ever seen Nipsey behave in a way that was not mature ever, right? So that was good to see. But you can see it's, it's, it's certain guys like that you can tell where they're getting their knowledge and their lessons from the older guys, and it's it's, it's trickling down. Like Nipsey is around enough older guys that's telling them like, yo, that's not how you're supposed to move. The way these dudes is moving, the way they, that's not how he did things. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm saying. It has to get back to older generations, you know, coming back into these communities and talking to these cats and showing them, like, because a lot of this comes from uh, these younger dudes are just out here freestyling. They lost. They're making their own rules. They're getting their information from Tumblr. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And that's where the problem is in these communities. Like, I was telling somebody the other day, I remember when I was like 14 growing up, and if we went to the park and the older cats was on the court, and, you know, we tried to get on the court and disrespect them. Like, we got chased up out of the park. 
Like you get uh, your ass beat. That's, that's, now that's, you do that. You see these young dudes now. They have no. It's no. It's like that level of respect is gone. Like these young dudes is punching older dudes in the mouth. Let me tell you something. No young dude running me off a of five on five <laughs> in the middle. In saying. the middle of a. I'm full. just saying that's that. That's happening now though. It's like those type what, of things at in what the community. Park is that happening? All over. Nah, dude. It's happening, man. These young boys. I'm telling you, these young boys is different out here. I was, you know, Joe. When we was when you was 14, it, one person in your crew had a gun, maybe one, right or wrong. Yes. Now you see these young boys walking around in Harlem and Brooklyn. Every one of them have a gun. Oh man, stop and frisk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you. Wait a second. Uh, hey, I think I'm. Yeah. I think the pendulum is swinging I'm, here. I'm just saying that's Sorry, what Andy. that's what it is. I remember when one of my friends had a gun. That was a big deal. But wait a minute now, because when I was 14, a lot of shit was a big deal that shouldn't have been a big deal. Like my man with a car. Yeah. Okay. He but had the, the accord. It was. But we talking it about lace. We that talking about we talking about stuff that shouldn't be a big deal. Like the first time this little eighth grade nigga ass invited me to smoke some weed. Right. That was like, whoa. Right. Right. The moment we see in the commercials. The times is here. have changed. <laughs> times <laughs> have changed. Fucking little tiny ass Rajesh. Right. Fucking Rajesh was a pothead. <laughs> Raj- Rajesh would definitely have the bud. Raj- Rajesh was something. He was one of those something else. <laughs> yeah. A name uh, like Rajesh, you got yeah, the bud. Yeah, he lived a block over. That, that, shit, was, nigga that was, shit was good weed, too. He was going to. I declined. <laughs> right. I didn't get into my habits until a year after. Fucking lame. Then I couldn't find. Rajesh anywhere <laughs> I was looking for that little bastard he was, he was big time now he, he wasn't with the little weed at that point hey man Rajesh if any of y'all out there know Rajesh man that went to uh, Charles J. Waters PS24 and sat by Joe Budden in 7th grade or 8th grade one of those grades Miss Went I don't remember just tell him how at me on Twitter or something <laughs> tell him send me a DM or something I wonder, I wonder, Rajesh probably got that fire <laughs> Rajesh is probably Pablo somewhere. Rajesh probably doing a stretch I right now. I was just about to say. Oh, <laughs> just no. might be locked up. Every time I inquire about somebody I went to school with. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Eric Carantini's locked up. Yeah, but he come home. He come home at some point. Oh, we got to have him on the podcast. Hopefully. Too. Yeah, yeah Eric right. Eric Carantini <laughs> definitely has to come on the podcast. Eric Carantini is away for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what podcast? Let me know what day that's happening. What if he heard this shit and didn't like something well, that he heard? Uh, we'll stop. And frisk him at the door. Right. Oh my God. All right. So, Eddie, you guys fucking made me lose my entire train of thought now. Well, shit. Back to the debate with the gun shit. Wait, well, I'm ba- I'm not back to the debate. The debate has depressed me long enough. I just want I just want to tell the MCs and the rappers, hey, let let Ti and a few other uh, select people do the addressing of social issues. I don't need to hear a new Lil Uzi. A new look. I feel bad because every time I want to say a new rapper, I go right to Uzi or Verse. Who's, who's I, mad dope? And you're just a hater. No, I I don't know. I don't know enough of their music. Mm. I mean, I just I just picture. Guy, by the way. I just picture Lil and Dreads. That's it. When I think of new school rappers today, yeah. I like Lil Uzi. Yeah, he nice. Joe's just no, I think he has some songs that I like too. Yeah, I like him a lot. I'm not on Yachty yet. I can't do it. But which one is the guy that keeps saying he don't know no pop songs and he don't know Yachty, no biggies? Yachty. That's the one. Uzi, I like that little nigga there. <laughs> I don't know, bro. <laughs> I don't know if I'm rolling with that one just yet. It's not that he doesn't know him. I could care less because he's young as fuck. Just don't be so arrogant with it. Like every opportunity he get, he'd be like, "I don't listen to that bullshit." Like, dog, nobody even asked you. Yeah, that's what the problem is. <laughs> like, when no one even asked you. Shit. Yeah, like when he gets into that. No, I think like, they did ask him. Though. No, they asked him one time and it went viral, and now he says it every opportunity he can. Right. Uh, that's what people do when something goes viral. <laughs> 
they continue to try to make something go viral. Yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah. He did something, it worked. He's yeah. a rapper. <laughs> right. He. Are we are we are are we glad that the well let me not say it's uh it's solved. Uh one of the great unsolved mysteries in hip hop currently that people keep asking me to care about for the some The ninety two bricks that Jay lost? No. Maul might know where them shit is at. <laughs> Maul probably was dead. Maul probably listen, took them. They in Maul's living room. Maul still got like listen, one. Man, listen, I'm staying out of that. I'm staying away Hey, we're kidding. Right we're yeah, kidding. Yeah, we're joking. Right. We're joking, by the way, if the feds are listening. Hi, feds, if you're listening, because right. I do a good podcast. Right. Uh, the feds wouldn't be done mic tapping my podcast. <laughs> that would be a waste of resources and tax right. dollars. Right. I ain't talking about shit, feds. Um... No, uh, Game and Meek. I'm forced to wonder about if Game went to Philly and where he got a cheesesteak from because when news is very slow in hip-hop, we just make up some news. Yeah. Wait, Game went to Philly and got a cheesesteak? Duh. Oh, wait, because you've been foot- going for your, birth- for your birthday. Happy belated oh, yeah. birthday to all. Oh, thank you. Appreciate, appreciate that, bro. Uh, appreciate I did tweet that. him on his birthday and say, fuck out of here. That's oh, yeah. I mean, we don't really birthday. care about your birthday. That was right. the happy birthday. Right. Um. But all right, so you missed this entire saga. <laughs> no, I, I'm trying to find the headline. Hold on, is there talk footage, while I find it. Is there footage of him in Philly getting a cheesesteak? That's all I need to know. Wait, now I got You got to hear the story now, man. Now I got to take this fucking hoodie off. Because oh if, if Game did that, he might be one listen, of my favorite listen, rappers listen, now, listen. for real. So this story has a lot of moving parts. Oh man, this is great. Oh, where's the fucking? This is great, and it shouldn't even be great. And I tried my best to not care about it. But it really is kind of great. All right, Mo. Okay. The he- oh, you, here's, you found it? 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 Meek Mill and his goons rip apart the game's cheesesteak saga. That's a headline, a real headline in hip-hop right now. Okay, so now let me catch you up let's, to speed here. Let's digest this Game headline. and Meek were beefing back and forth. Game made a record, then Meek, a, me, me, Meek made a record. Uh, there was footage, O'Malley, Beans, they put a record out. Then young, uh, then Game put out a, another record over the same beat, the Young Ma Ooh, mm-hmm. right? And there was a lot of Instagram warring and wording going back and forth, right? A lot of verbiage. Mm-hmm. We don't care about any of that stuff. I was trying my best to not care. Then I guess game... Game gonna make you care. Game is great, man. Shout out to game. He made us care about a G-Unit beef for like three years. Shout out to the, the game <laughs> if you're listening. could have been wrapped up in a month. And the feds if you're listening. Right. Still, again, shout out to the feds. Uh, fucking, so game apparently had a show somewhere, but in the midst of the war of words on Instagram, game took a detour to Philly mm-hmm. with his tour buses that were wrapped. Mm-hmm. And went to Geno's mm-hmm. to get a cheesesteak. And he instavitted, that's not a word, but whatever. He Snapchatted, he let the people know that he was at Geno's. Right. Everyone in Philly then said, Nigga, you whack as hell. Don't nobody go to Geno's no more. So that's how we know you wasn't looking for no real static. <laughs> Oh, like Geno's is not the yeah, cheesesteak yeah, spot yeah. no more. So. Geno's is pussy. Yeah. Right. They try to say you pussy because yeah. you in front of Geno's. Yeah, Don't no. nobody that's, go to Geno's. That's, that's a gluten-free so cheesesteak so spot. Right. game was like, whoa, I go to South Philly. Y'all like, yo, you pussy because you ain't go to North Philly. Right. What's next? I got to go to West Philly. Right. It was like, nah, you got to go to Max's, right? right? So then game goes. Max's in North Philly. To Max's to get a cheesesteak. Mm-hmm. 
and he Instagrams a picture of the Max's cheesesteak, mm-hmm. right? And then I'm like, all right, well, Game is just the hardest nigga in the world. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Game is the toughest nigga that right. I've ever seen. He got two different cheesesteaks. Clearly right. he doesn't care about his cholesterol. Clearly us. didn't need the second cheesesteak. He just did it to prove a point, right. right? Do you know that they then came back and said that the Game Max cheese, the cheesesteak from Max's was indeed photoshopped. That no, was a Google image. No, it was image. from Google. It was an image from Google. No. <laughs> and they said that the game wasn't really at Max's. And, and I guess one of the Dream Chasers works at Max's and was like, no, no one was here. Wow. And then all I could think to myself was, is this what hip-hop beef has <laughs> become? Like... Wait, but, but, but wait, wait a minute though. Doggone it! <laughs> Did we forget the picture that game Photoshop with him, him and Pac? <laughs> Listen, though, that was the craziest shit I've ever seen in my Yo, life. Yo, people kind of let that slide too. That was wild. No, nah, they was, didn't I, let that slide. Yeah. They was on his ass for it. That shit was funny, man. Game also has caught. He caught some slack from a bunch of the uh, star tenders uh, for his news that he was putting out. I let the star tenders tell you what they were saying in Starlets. Where, where do we hear from the star tenders? Uh, I'm, I'm too much of a man <laughs> to uh, even but see, repeat. Yeah, but nah, but see, I never see see that type of shit. I can't, I can't feed into though. Well, no, only coupled with the Tupac thing and this Max's cheesesteak okay, thing. Okay, I see where you're going. I'm, I'm just showing, yeah. I'm, I'm showing a, 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 a pattern it's here. A pattern, yeah. Okay. That you're you're pretty privy with. You're pretty good with the phone. I mean, is there <laughs> is there any difference between Pac maybe fucking Faith and Game maybe going to Max's? I don't think so, man. This is hip hop. Did Pac fuck Faith? <laughs> no. Did Game go to Whoa, Did Game wait, go to wait, Max's? Wait, wait. Y'all know how I feel about that whole Pac shit. Y'all know how I feel about that whole Pac shit. A lot of that shit was fluff and, and smoke. Oh, and how so, do you know that? Because you could just, I mean, you could just, it was exactly. just certain things that, no, I mean, it was certain people that was around and stories that are uh, throughout the years. You can just kind of just piece it together and, and tell that a lot of it was just for show. No, no, I can't. Nah, <laughs> I, I yeah. can't tell that a lot of that was for show. Yeah, a lot of that shit was for show, man. Listen, bro. Well, let's let's say he was lying on his dick. Is there any difference between Pac <clears throat> lying on his dick and Game putting a Google image of Max Cheesesteak? Lying on your dick is always going to be worse to me. That's forever, like, the worst shit a man could do. But that's, like, one of the biggest lines in fucking rap beef history. Yeah, but we know a lot of lines are just just that line. So, so are Instagram pictures. Yeah, but game getting killed for this, but nobody killed Pop. Fam, listen to this, man. But see, but game actually went to Philly and got a cheese. Did okay? Is that first? I refuse. Actually, took a picture with. Is the first cheesesteak real? Yes, the first one. Okay, so then he he, is still valid. I refuse to even (laughs) dignify. I'm just saying this fucking conversation. The first cheesesteak is authentic. So. The the the, the cheesesteak from Geno's is authentic. So he was in Philly getting cheesesteaks. That's the bottom line. Well, Geno's did move. They renovated. They're in a bigger did spot they? now. Oh. Yeah, they're in a bigger spot now. Ishkabil was still my shit, though. Yeah, it's my favorite mm-hmm. one in Philly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. was still my shit. I, ain't Geno's fucking racist on the low, too? Don't they have all them signs up? Uh, oh. Welcome to America. Speak yeah. fucking English. Like, right. It's mad. Uh, all lives matter over there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Wait, what's racist about welcome to America? Speak English. What? Come on, that's, land of the free. Yeah. Oh, that's really racist. No, is that sign in front of their business? 
if I remember the last time I went to Geno's, there was a bunch of signs that were a little too patriotic. And I was like, that's kind of interesting. All right, well, well let, let, let you be sure before <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I divert it's, all of my anger. What's, to what's, what's, the one, <laughs> what's the one across from Geno's? Before I go and burn Geno's down, <laughs> let's be positive. You ain't game. You ain't going there. <laughs> Yo, oh, so I'm back to that. I don't, I don't want to care about the cheesesteaks. I don't want to care about... Rappers going to other rappers' hoods or town. I don't want to care about any of that stuff. In the midst of this whole uh, wild, crazy theatrical story, uh, be, uh, a gentleman hit beans. Beans fell. They the TMZ put the video out. So clearly, you chill before a game. Go to Applebee's in Jersey City and talk about you. Well, I was about to say. I'm smart enough to know that there seems to be a lot of deep rooted. Uh, hood local hood shit happening i will say that i'm smart enough to know that so all of this all of that philly shit uh between beans Beans, meek and omelie and just that whole camp i would hope that it's resolved peacefully i do too right i don't i don't and i and i've said this podcast a million times you know rap beef all you want i don't want to see anybody get shot i don't want to see anybody get stabbed I don't want to see anybody get hit. I don't want to see anybody, especially especially uh, when Meek, you know, he doesn't sound like he has such a gracious judge in the no. first place. Some of those stipulations were a bit outlandish. Well, the city been trying to get him the fuck out of there. That's why he moved to L.A. And I don't mean I don't mean goons. I mean, the actual city of Philadelphia ain't fucking with him. Well, not like that's such a. Uh, tragic move. <laughs> Damn, yo, the judge been fucking with him. So he had to leave Philly and go to L.A. All right, <laughs> I'll take it. Peace, Judge. <laughs> I'm making that trade <laughs> every time. That's a fact. Yeah, Philly or L.A. I was I was just saying what happened. I wasn't oh, saying okay. the bad move. Well, listen, <laughs> uh, the judge hasn't been so gracious <laughs> in the past. You see, you see, they locking up. They they locking rappers up every second. I urge everyone to use prime judgment and uh. What is, what is prime judgment? Yeah. Prime judgment is, is when you're aware and you are well thought out. When you are clear All on your relative. clear on your obje- clear on your objective and how to get to it is relative. It's relative to what your objective is, but the what I'm saying and the words are exactly the same to everybody. That's not relative. Being aware to some people is is relative. That is true. <laughs> It is. It's, that's true. Okay, I'm not even going to argue that. If if if, if you're if you're right, it, it's, yeah, it's you true. asked me what prime. <laughs> what you asked me what uh what did you just ask me? You said what is being aware and what is being uh your objective, knowing what your objective is and whatever the hell else. You just if said. I'm a if I'm one of them or if I'm a young rapper, I would I would want to be I would want to be aware of what's happening in in my field Mm -hmm. so now let's talk about what's happening in my field we're seeing freddie gibbs is locked up well rappers have been targeted for quite some time yeah so i mean i don't need to get into that so if you are a rapper you should be well aware that rappers are being targeted they just locked up uh uh kodak black he been he been in and out he no they just locked up they just locked somebody else up then they just locked somebody else up. One of the new rappers who who's the Crunchy Black. 
Is that a rapper? Dog, I don't know who Crunchy Black is. Crunchy Black. That does. Uh, that <laughs> might be. But I think he was from. Uh, he had bad acne or something? No, he was from. Uh, was it 3-6 Mafia? 3-6 Mafia, right? Yeah, that's that's an older rapper. Uh, I wouldn't give a fuck. I'm uh, just I, telling I, you that. I stand pardon. Don't he wasn't kill me, old hip hop. You hope what? I, I hope he wasn't just locked up. Like, what the hell is Crunchy <laughs> Black doing <laughs> to where he would have to get locked up at this age right now? Like, I, you know? I don't think you have to do much to get locked up. I'm just saying, if you're a rapper, you should be aware of what's happening, uh, uh, what's happening in your surroundings. Black rappers are getting locked up, right? Black people are getting locked up. Yeah, black people. Well, all right. <laughs> Thank you for arguing my point. Black people are, no, black people getting shot and fucking killed. Yeah, right. You're lucky if you get uh, locked up. I'll take getting locked up now. Yeah, word. But you're, you're getting locked up, so you should be aware of that. They're not playing with you and guns. They're not playing with you. Right. You should be aware of that. Right. Uh, just be aware that you're a target. I mean, that, that, that's what I'm saying, unless you just clearly do not care. Mm-hmm. If you don't care, then please, by all means, to each its own. I'm not forcing anybody to be conservative at all, but I'm not with the shits. Nah. No, nope, 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 no. Like that comedian said, cops pull me over, I get out and go sit in the back of his car. Yeah. I'm like, listen, bro. Yeah, no. Search, do whatever you got to do. I'm not, I'm just trying to get home. Today. Yeah, that could be kind of threatening you getting out of the car. So speaking of. <laughs> that uh, is true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, Ghost is locked up. Ghost is locked up. Ghost is fucking locked up. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Hey, all of you uh, Power TV people, spoiler alert. If you have not seen the season finale Who of- has not seen the season finale by now? You will be surprised. Well, this isn't a spoiler anymore. This is just get your shit together. Nah, you know what? I, I, I used to think like that, and then people would hit me on Twitter, and they would say, uh, hey, man, listen, I got to work and my kids and my schedule, so I taped it, and I just didn't get around to it yet. So I just try to respect other people's schedule i would hope that you're watching the finale before you're listening to this podcast i would hope that at least yeah. by wednesday <clears throat> yeah word That's a fact. but all right so spoiler alert uh ghost is in jail how, how do we feel about this i knew it was coming when i when he took the glove off did y'all enjoy yeah. the, the the finale i enjoyed it yeah it was cool i liked it i will say this though i think they hit fast forward knowing that they had to kind of make things interesting going into next season like those two dudes dying in the same in the same uh, finale was kind of like, yeah, they could have kind of stretched that out a little bit. But I get why they had to do it to mm. keep it interesting and to leave you with a cliffhanger going into the wait. Who else died? Uh, Knox died. Yeah, I know that part. Greg. Um, yeah, Greg. It's not. And the other dude. The, what uh, other dude? The, that was the episode before. Uh, no, the, they killed the dude. Uh, oh, Milan. Milan. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Milan. Yeah, day. I felt like I felt like they rushed it a bit. I felt I felt like they rushed it a bit. Um, with with our uh, homeboy dying that I liked the episode before that, and I didn't uh, the whole the way they got Milan out the club that was just like that's not real. Everybody yeah, got the yeah. hammer to somebody. Uh, yeah, back a lot in the club. of things in that finale were yeah, not like, fucking and real. None, and none of these men noticed. <laughs> yeah, like wifey came up yeah, behind the chick with that, the hammer. I'm no, just like, no, right. no it, it, and nobody sees this. Yeah, I'm not real. Right, I get it. I'm not. I'm not. I didn't like that. And they 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 spent all this time building Milan, building Milan's character to be the illest, baddest, way better than Lobos. And I said this way in the middle of the season. I said I don't like how just the, the Milan guy coming, and now all of a sudden he's so much better than Lobos, who for two seasons has been the man. Right. So y'all build this character. Who I guess is dead. Who? Uh, Lobos. Lobos is dead as a motherfucker. <laughs> I guess. I mean, a Jace. <laughs> 
he's dead we, as a motherfucker. We, we haven't nigga, been able to. He bled right. out in the woods. Lobos, y'all got him twisted. He's dead, man. So Milan comes. patched himself up. They make him the biggest, baddest character since fucking Mumra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's just easy for him to get flipped on. His people's got flipped on. For Tommy to get Milan's man to turn that fast, yo, I got a plan, but you got to trust me, and then I got to trust you. I know we don't like each other, but still. And that worked. Well, well, well I Tommy, don't care, man. Tommy kind of saw that he, that was the, the, the weak link. He, he, he sought him out. He saw the way uh, Milan was talking to him and told him to get out of there when they had the meeting, and he kind of looked at dude's face like he didn't like that. So he kind of felt him out like, all right, so now, I know how to get to him. So now you're telling me that meticulous ghost mm-hmm. who's run this fucking mastermind of an organization for years. Yeah, leaves a print on the window. Leaves yeah. a print. On Greg's window. Right. That's what y'all telling me? Mm-hmm. And you telling me the chick that I have watched be so open off ghost dick for all of these years. Now she's going to come and arrest the nigga? It's TV. Of nah, course, of course she's going to find the prince. Now, now, <laughs> now she wants to come arrest the dude. First, I wish... I wish one of my exes would show up to my job. <laughs> Listen, the whole thing I didn't understand was she actually had a fingerprint case on in her pocketbook, like the same way everyone had the hammer. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's a <laughs> lot of shit that's just like, come on, man. Homeboy, uh, Greg's man that that worked in the office. As soon as Greg is gone, you you shooting your shot to Ant. That was wild. I didn't understand the relevance there. Yeah, that was crazy. What was the point of that? I mean, you know, they're just showing that men are men. When Greg was taught, was confronting uh, uh, the chief, the chief cop dude who eventually killed him, Greg, for a year and a half, has had a hunch. He's been investigating everybody. He hasn't trusted a soul. And now he's just trusting the guy. He, he, he don't have a hammer, weapon, nowhere. He thought he had it. He thought he had oh, it. Oh, man. If you don't get You saw how open he was? He was like, listen, I, I got it. When he had the audio, he was like, we got him, this, that, and the third. And then when he got the phone call, that's and then, when everything changed. And then he got a phone call. They panned in, zoomed in on his fucking face. He gave us the Greg intense look. Mm-hmm. At no point did he reach for a hammer. Right. He turned around and then tried to talk reason to the guy to the mole. Right. I'm, is this what I'm supposed to buy? Tell me. Tell I me. I got to look at it mm-hmm. again. But did 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 he shoot Greg in his neck from his hip? Like was the gun down by his hip and he shot up? Like I got to watch that again. Yes. Because yes, the gun he was did down. Some Superman shit, man. <laughs> and Greg went to go grab the gun and he just got shot in the neck. That was the fastest. Bus I've ever seen. Pause yeah. if applicable. Yeah, I don't do that. But malls from Harlem, and whenever Harlem guys around, you got to pause. Yeah, that's I mean that was pretty wild though. Yeah, that was a pause. That was that was kind of crazy. Whatever that <laughs> entire power finale, it just doesn't give me much suspense going toward the uh, going going to next year. No, no, no. It's some suspense though. Ghost is in jail for a crime he didn't commit. And 50 took a selfie with his son with a tank top. I was uncomfortable with that picture, first and foremost. Let me just say that. I don't like, I don't like the way 50 was leaning. I didn't like the look on his face. It was creepy. He gave us the light-skinned guy, eye squint. I didn't like that. It was creepy. Yeah, it was creepy. I didn't like that. So it's a lot of things moving forward where I'm like, all right, what's going to happen? You, it's a lot of shit that's going on right now. Is Lala dead? They didn't address that. Is she yeah, dead? She dead. Not How do we that. know that? I don't know that. She with Lobo's chilling. 
She with Lobos <laughs> chilling. Then no, really, they didn't address that, but that goes to I thought I felt like Courtney and and Fifth. There were a lot of loopholes. Like Tasha, just, Tasha's not even asking about. Like I don't even understand. Like she's not. She hasn't seen her friend. Has she spoken to her? It's just a lot of things where I'm just like, okay, I, that's why I'm looking forward because now I have to see how they tie all of these loose ends up now. So, so that's I, so we finished watching Power, right? And it, so in my house, I'm just trying to find new shows to start watching and binge watching, and I I come across this show called, uh, pardon me, called The Family, right? The Family aired used to air on ABC, and I got like to episode number four when I when I tweeted. Man, I wish somebody would have told me how great the family uh, was, that show. And that's when I found out that the show was canceled after the first season um, and that I shouldn't even waste my time watching it because they rushed they rushed the last episode because it was canceled and I was going to hate it and not like it. What's it about? Okay, so this is where it gets a little tricky. The family is about a this family, is, is number one. Is this why it was canceled? Because <laughs> you can't even tell me what it's about? No, no, no. I'm going to tell you, and this is why I'm just a little a little befuddled here. Befuddled right? here? Yeah, I'm going to tell, tell you what the show's about. Yeah, not, befuddled. Not the first time you've been befuddled. Yeah, no, I'm befuddled a lot. I don't understand <laughs> a lot of shit. The family is about a family, right, where the woman, the the mother is, the, is predominantly the breadwinner, and she's running for some type of government office. It's a Hillary Clinton story. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Right? So one of, one of the kids got kidnapped 10 years ago uh, and has been missing for 10 years. So 10 years later, this little dusty kid pops up. And, I ain't seen Chelsea Clinton in and, a while. And now so, the yeah. family is like, oh, my God, Adam, Adam, you are back with us. Oh, my God. Right. But. Pete, they don't really know if this is Adam or not. So by episode six, we find out that the kid is not the kid. It's a totally different kid. The family didn't know that this wasn't the kid. One of the family members is teaching the kid how to act like the kid that they thought was missing. This show is a shit show once we find out that the kid is not the kid. I was only. It's like Parent Trap. I was only watching this show to figure out who the fuck this kid was. Mm. Did you find out? No, because they pulled all this fucking dumb shit. So now I'm angry at the family, and I can see why that show was canceled. <laughs> but uh, because it's fall, all of the good TV shows are back. So Blacklist is back. Quantico is back. How to Get Away with Murder is back. Uh, Blind Spot is back. Uh, Mr. Robot is back. All of the good shows are back. And it leaves you with quite the decision to make as to what shows you are going to commit to. I personally miss Pablo in my house. Narcos or? Yeah. Yeah. You miss it already? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I do. Did they give a date on when season three is? I just told you I'm watching fucking The Family. Of course, <laughs> of course I miss Narcos. Yeah, y'all got to catch uh, Stranger Things, man. On Netflix. I, I, yeah, I watch it. You watch it? We all watch Stranger did Things. Did you end up finishing like it? We never talked about it because you never finished it. Uh, no, I did finish it. I really uh-huh. enjoyed it. The, my only complaint about Stranger Things is that one of the little guys didn't penetrate uh, the little alien girl. All right. All right. Yeah, right. You know. All right. All right. Thanks, film guy, can you not use that? That clip? was that was a stranger thing you just said. <laughs> that was that was that was one of more the stranger things you have ever said in your life. Why? What do you mean? Why? Why would a little boy be penetrating an alien and why, girl? Why are you mad that didn't happen? Yeah, and why is that? Why are you mad at that? 
Okay, maybe y'all missed it. Now the- I see why you let R. Kelly get a pass. It wasn't the music. I, you just agree with his whoever lifestyle. Whoever said I gave R. Kelly a pass? <laughs> Don't give me passes for people. Yo, no, listen. The whole show, they was flirting with the little alien girl, homeboy. He snuck her in the crib to live in the basement. Last time I did that, I was trying to fuck. What are you talking about? Yeah, I'm they surprised. They were trying to find their friend, you sicko. Oh, if you don't get out of here, man. They done put a wig on the little alien girl. Come on, don't act like y'all didn't see the same show. They put a wig on her. They was feeding her. Damn, I don't know if it's he stranger. He fought with his friends that, over the girl. That you're trying to convince us that we should want these two children to fuck. No, they shouldn't show it. <laughs> Jackass, but they should have. Oh, so they should hypothetically. They should have alluded to it. They could have did something like that. Hey, on Saved by the Bell, they never let us know that uh, Zach and Kelly fuck, but they alluded to it. I I can stomach some high school kids fucking up. Yeah, that's the that's the difference, bro. (laughs) Oh yeah! yeah. Now you get age. Hey, so yeah. y'all are putting the age on an alien, and I'm the weirdo. No, we're putting age I'm on the, the little boy. Yeah, there's two people there. Wait a minute! Rory lost his virginity at that age. Yeah, no, but, I did. I was 14. What are you talking about? But it was those those boys weren't in high school. They were like fucking nine. Yeah, they were like were she, 11. She wasn't even yeah, the age like of 11, her name. They were like 11, 12 years old. No, nah, I wouldn't even give them that. Man, you could pop some alien pussy. <laughs> That's sick. Yo. Alien pussy is crazy. What the fuck? You could. No. I don't care what y'all say. I don't encourage <laughs> Obviously that. Obviously, you don't. I don't, I, don't, I don't encourage that behavior from my child. Right. You don't want your son to fuck an alien. I don't know. <laughs> I would like to have that conversation if my son fucked the alien. All right, I refuse to have this conversation. <laughs> I'm just saying, think about it, though. Well, you got to get a girlfriend before you can start I, talking about I'm just about saying, though, but think about son. it. Okay. Think about it. Listen, man. How was it? Trey son? been running around here. <laughs> he might fuck an alien. Is Trey having sex yet? No, he's not. How do you know that? Oh, you could tell Trey not having sex. My how? kid, my kid's not having sex. How do you know that? Because he's corny still, like virgin. Wait, corny. wait, wait! You're corny. corny. Nah, that's was, a horrible rumor corny floating around. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! It's not a rumor. Hey, though. It's a wait, horrible so corny, rumor so corny, around. so corny. Young men are not having sex. Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. My son is not having sex, is what I'm saying. Look at Dad Joe coming out. He's not ready to have that talk. Have you had to talk with him yet? What's the talk? What's it what talk do you about mean? If he ain't fucking? But you have to have the talk. Oh, okay, so that's why you have to have the talk before he fucks. You talking about the talk? I'm, I'm, I'm more concerned with the act. I'm going to get a girl when it's when he want to experiment. <laughs> yeah. You gonna get an alien? I'm taking him right over to the palace. Oh, oh no, no, no. we don't want to do that. Jesus no, I'm Christ. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But 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 I do understand the dads who want to or the parents who want to help provide for their kid because when a kid wants to do something, he's gonna do it no matter what. Right. So as a, as a 15 year old kid, if if you want to have sex and you want to experiment and you want to explore. My whole behavior changed after I had sex. I walked and talked different. And you, Trey doesn't give me that. I don't think Trey is fucked. I think he would tell all of us. if he He's did. trying to. But he's, he's definitely he, trying he to. is trying to. My but. mom knew when I lost my virginity. I, I like. I started acting different now. So I wasn't washing no fucking dishes. <laughs> it was yeah, shit. No. Just got different. Nah, around you, the house. you just you walk like. Yeah, I'm just like I'm not up. washing this shit. Took I'm going, down, yeah, you know. like, so when, when Trey starts popping at you different, just you just got to laugh and just know and it. No, when he starts popping at me different, he's just going to get punched <laughs> in his fucking face. That's number one. Better not be having them little alien girls in my house. Number, <sighs> num- <laughs> number two, he ruined it because in his plight to try to try to have sex, like he fucked it up and now his mother banned him from ever stepping foot inside a teen party. And that's where the girl always goes. 
Oh. So now, if you can't see the girl at the teen party and she don't go to the same school, he just hasn't figured out a way. He will. Uh, we, I've, I've gone through. I've gone through some extreme measures as a as a teen to get some pussy. My Te- first teens time, are fucking in the park. My first yeah. time ever. Well, that's because they don't have money for a hotel. Right. See, that's, that's what, what I'm I mean. Saying, yeah, uh, niggas gonna find the means to get it done. My first time driving a vehicle. Well, my first time stealing a vehicle was to go see a woman. Hmm. See what you did. You risked your freedom. I risked my. I, I don't think we understand. Uh, well, we didn't understand then, but I know we know now how much we risked our lives trying to get some pussy. Yeah. Like I walked in the middle of some projects. Absolutely. To go to a girl's house one time. And when in I your was brain, a kid, you and I didn't like, know any of them dudes over there. I would never. I wouldn't do that now as a grown man. I wouldn't walk in the projects and I didn't know anybody. I'm never doing that. No. No. I did it a couple of times. Did you get a pussy? Of course I did. What do you mean? You saying of course? Like I'm not, not going to risk so, my life so and not you, seal the deal. So when you walked out, were you a little more scared now that you got the nut out? I feel like every man should jerk off before he makes a major decision. No, I Wait, was. I was. Was more, that confidence gone now that I was <laughs> now scared, that you were clear minded? I was scared while I was still in her apartment in, uh, in her mom's house, but once I was outside, I was just like, oh, I can run now. <laughs> I could look like a pussy now if she's looking out the window. I don't care. I yeah, got it. Don't, it don't matter. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Did she tell, that, you, did she tell you not everything? to worry about that the That trumps outside? everything. When you got it. Trumps everything. I don't understand how women bash men. Oh, he got a little dick. He was smashing for two years with that little dick, though. Yeah. You look you crazy. Yeah, like, you look crazy now. Like, you got a little dick anyway. But he was consistently smashing you with this so-called little dick. You are the nutso. Women are nutso. Absolutely. We know this though. And just when I thought and just when I thought that true love could never fade, uh wasn't there a cute little nickname for Brad Pitt and Angelina? Wouldn't, it was, right? I wouldn't know and I'm glad I don't know. I don't uh, know it either, but them niggas Brad, split. Brangelina? Was it wasn't that? I don't called? remember what it I don't remember. I feel gay for even attempting that just now. <laughs> you did, yeah. you did. Might have to pause you for that. What is it? But, I gotta punch one of these cameramen how, how, in their face. How you now? go from getting fucking <laughs> pussy in projects that aren't yours to doing Brangelina? Yeah. <laughs> Things change, bro. Brad and Angelina broke up. I only know this because as I was trying to watch some real nigga shit on my screen, a commercial for entertainment tonight came on and they were interviewing, right? They were interviewing uh Angelina Jolie's divorce uh attorney. Apparently she's Jesus some high Christ. high priced very attractive woman based in L.A., right? So that intrigued me because I'm like, why do we want to hear divorced. from someone's divorce lawyer? So then when they put her on, it was like footage from 15 years ago. It was nothing current. I said, really, are y'all that thirsty to discuss Brad and Angelina that we have to hear from 20-year-old lawyer footage? <laughs> I was sick to my stomach. That's the same way I feel every time I'm checking out of the supermarket and I'm pulled in by one of those headlines on Us Weekly or some shit. Yeah, and then be. I'm the guy that's standing there reading the bullshit on the cover of Us Weekly. Or, or you want to win some Orbit gum and now you got to find out about Tom Hanks' divorce or something. <laughs> what, hey, what, what was that, really what happening that, on what, set? What is that? Uh, do they have a prenuptial? Yeah. Okay. I did hear that on Entertainment Tonight. Okay. Because that would, if not. Who made more money? Oh, come on. We know who made more money. Uh, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't have the slightest clue. Yeah, I don't think Brad Pitt has made more money in his acting career than Angelina Jolie. Yes. Okay. I wouldn't know. Yeah. Angelina only plays the same. She's played the same part. She's the action Yeah, she's dope at it. <laughs> yeah. Fuck out of here. Yeah, Brad Pitt. Them action joints make mad money. 
Um, in other news, Greg Hardy has been arrested again. Um, I'm only bringing this up because Greg Hardy said that someone accidentally put a bag of cocaine in his <laughs> Louis Vuitton wallet. Yo, I hate when that shit happens, He bro. told that to the police. <laughs> I hate when that's that shit an, happens. That's an actual story. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> he's not on the Cowboys anymore, right? Uh, no, I don't if, think he If is. he is, he's not anymore. Right. <laughs> I feel like there were some other, like, quick tidbits like that to get to. But I don't really care too much about all of that. Is there anything I'm forgetting that's happened, like, that was really, really important? Uh, let me look at our list. Are we, how, are, are we jumping on the Carson Wentz bandwagon? Give some backstory. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles rookie quarterback has thrown seventy touchdowns and zero interceptions, <laughs> and the Eagles are three and zero. Oh. Do we care? Are we jumping on the Wentz for president train? Well, I'm always. I always say this: three and zero oh is hard to come by in the NFL. Oh, they beat the Bears. It's still hard to come by, Joe. It is. How do you know? You mean never played a fucking down? <laughs> I mean, three and zero oh is tough though <laughs> in football. To win three games in a row is tough. The Giants. Yeah, you don't to have to play a down of football. See, to the know Giants are supposed to be three and zero, like you just said. It's not easy to do. So you're on Giants the Patriots. My Patriots are three and zero. Though, let's talk about that. Without our starting quarterback, I said last week that the Patriots would get the W with that strange guy. With mm. that strange guy. Mm. Yeah, because the Patriots just find a way to get it done. But it's funny now because a lot of people are giving me slack, like, "Oh, it's it's proven that it's a system. You can put yeah, anybody yeah, at quarterback yeah. and they'll still win." So are you saying Tom Brady's not that good now? No, they're not related. No, there's people that they're have said related. that. No, people have Tom said Brady that. is a system quarterback was a hashtag on Twitter for like two days. Well, Tom Brady, you can't prove that he's not a system quarterback. <laughs> right. That don't that's mean my that problem. he's not amazing. Right. Right. That don't mean he's not phenomenal and one of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen, arguably the best. Tim Duncan was a system power forward to me and, and, and yeah. is the greatest power forward of all time, in my opinion. Yeah. It's something to be said for a team never wanting to trade you Ever. Right. They, they'll kill me for saying this. Jordan was in a system. Yeah, he was, but <laughs> Mike. Nah, I ain't I with that. I'm not, not going to kill me. He wasn't a system, but Mike was. It was, was a system. He was the system. Right. It, he he yeah. was the system. He, he, was, he the was the system. system. It was, was designed for him. But so, in a way, Tom Brady, yeah, was, was, is also the point but of that I, system. I, this is my thing with sports. You have to have a system in play. You just have to have the right pieces that fit your system. That's all. I'm not mad at nobody saying that. No, I just thought, no, but I hate when people say system, like system is a bad thing. Like it's a knock. Yeah. Like you yeah. have to have a system. You have to have a formula. And if you're successful in it. <laughs> right. And, and the way Tom Brady's won his Super Bowls, it's been under immense pressure that a system ain't just going to get you there. Right. Like those last drives. Like I think Eli fucking sucks, but I'll put Eli, except for last game. Eli was very two. inaccurate that last game, and we're not going to talk too much about the Giants because I'm going to get angry and upset, which we should be 3-0. Oh. he fucking blew that oh, shit. that's what happened. Oh, there was the big festival in Chicago, uh, Chance's Festival. Oh, that happened. Magnificent Coloring Festival. Chance. I think I just totally jacked that name up. The Magnificent but. Coloring. <laughs> Something to do with coloring book, like G- the mixtape. Something. The MCD? Was it MCD? That, what was that? It was MCD. Yeah. Cool. Um, we'll call it that. Magnificent Coloring Day. Whatever, but he had everybody. <laughs> that sounds about right. Magnificent Coloring Day. Yeah. I'm rolling with that. Right. Uh, if I'm wrong, y'all will tell me in the comments. But uh, he had everybody and their mom there, and everybody performed, and it looked like a large, a large group of people there, and it was fun. 
It looks fun. I wasn't there. It was one of those things where people you could feel the energy through the Snapchat. I was really happy. Life has totally changed for Chance ever since Beyonce walked up behind him at the VMAs and uh, gave him a like a sort of hug. He's mad likable. He's a very likable rapper. Yeah, he's one of those guys that I think the industry just has decided that he's going to be the next one. I agree. You can make a case, yeah. Yeah, I saw the same thing happen with Kendrick. Yeah, we saw that. But but it's for a good reason. Yeah, no, he's it's, talented. It's for a very good reason. He's talented. He's very talented. He's extremely talented. I think he's he's the he's who the industry was trying to make Kid Cudi. I think. Mm, and then Kid so. Cudi rubbed some people the wrong way, and then everybody kind of turned their backs. But to Chance, him. Chance is kind of social, and he smiles. And well, Cudi was like that at one point. Yeah, he was still a little. He came off antisocial a lot. No, Cuddy. I'm mean, not Cuddy. Uh, Chance is just dressed like a Mario brother, so <laughs> it's not. It's not threatening. It's Cuddy very, wasn't threatening though. Chance is dressed <laughs> like a Mario brother, is what I'm saying. I get that, but what I'm saying is, Cuddy wasn't a threatening guy when you see Cuddy. Cuddy is threatening when I'm looking at a dude <laughs> dressed as a Mario brother. <laughs> Okay. Cuddy is a goonish thug when I'm Compa- looking at a page overalls with yeah. the number three and bo- like, okay, I'm not doing that. No, I get what you're saying in comparison to, yeah. And Cuddy okay. came off like uncooperative and he was very anti. I think once Cuddy really started acting, I think he kind of just fell out. And shit, well, actually, Chance is, is anti industry, but just in a, a nicer way. Yeah. He hasn't taken any of those deals. He stayed independent. I don't know that. Neither. We got to stop saying that. Hey, you know who was kind of on this? I, I don't know what happened. Uh, my homeboy, Childish, uh, Childish Gambino. He was kind of like on this Chance the Rapper route. And then, yeah. I, I don't, like, what happened? He just focusing on the acting now so much, I guess? Yeah, he well, started he's, making real money. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's so talented that, yeah. He's the most, listen. But he was doing TV before. It's not like he was doing music and then said, fuck it. Like, he's not on some Ice Cube shit. Right. I literally turned the TV on and seen him in two movies that I did not know he was in in the same day. It was the most random shit ever. Which movies? One was a horror movie, right? Yeah, and the other one was uh, the movie where uh, they were in space. Uh, the Martian. That was a pretty. Yeah, he Damon. was in that movie. He was with in Matt Damon. Da- like that's that's not that's some random shit. Like you were in a movie with Matt Damon. That is some random shit, and I did not know that until I'm actually watching the movie. And he, you, you know, I up. hated The Martian. I liked that movie. You would have liked that movie. Uh, yeah, that movie was a piece of shit. I was excited to go see The Martian. I really thought Matt Damon was going to pull it off. I thought there was a lot of suspense to be had in being trapped on Mars. And There's and, nothing and, but suspense to being <laughs> trapped on Mars. They managed to make that totally uninteresting. Uh, he grew some plants. Right. I, then the plants disappeared. <laughs> then he had to make some more out of one piece of bread. Mm-hmm. That had to last him for the next 97 million months. Right. And then he had like uh, no, nah, and there's nah. just actors. Some actors just shouldn't be astronauts. Him being one of them. Uh, what was the movie with Sandra Bullock and George Clooney? Like oh, George, yeah. I'm, did you not tell there's, me George there, Clooney is in space? Well, time out. <laughs> Let me just tell you that there are 199 movies with Sandra Bullock <laughs> and George Clooney. Right. That's number one. <laughs> right. Number two. I'm gonna go out on a limb here. If I'm have to think of movies that are better than The Martian, <laughs> hey, this is an underrated. Hood. Oh, Let me boy. Not say this. oh boy! Here <laughs> this we go. A, Where are we going with this? You know what movie was real good that Ki- don't get enough credit? Killer season. No, okay. that gets enough credit. Okay, 
Phone booth. Phone booth was hard. Come on. <laughs> phone booth was hard. Come on. Colin hey. Farrell killed that shit. More. Nah, phone booth was hard. Get phone booth the fuck out of here, man. Nah, phone booth was hard. Get phone booth the phone fuck out of here, man. This phone booth. Man, fuck no. Did you see phone booth? Yes, I've seen phone booth. No way you saw phone booth and you're hating on phone booth. I saw phone booth, man, but it wasn't better than them. I mean, it's two totally different movies. No, the fuck it was not. It was two niggas trapped. One so a nigga being trapped Mars. in a phone booth and a nigga being trapped on Mars is like you you going with the phone booth. Yes. That was a much better movie. If I nah, if, you gotta if, compare phone booth to like speed with Keanu Reeves. Yeah, <laughs> like that's more of a better comparison. I'm just thinking about movies where somebody was trapped somewhere. Castaway. <laughs> Castaway. Shawshank is Redemption. Castaway is a classic. We can't compare those to anything, any of these movies. Castaway. Wilson and Tom Hanks is getting all of these niggas the fuck out of here. I was sad. I almost cried when Wilson floated away in the ocean, actually. Anytime Tom Hanks gets anywhere near an airport or a plane, you know something bad is going to happen. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> that's true. Damn, that reminds me of something. Oh, the Quantico girl. I'm tired of her. Every time she fucking leave the house, something bad happened to her. That's right. what I thought of. Um, sleeper songs. Let's Do we have it. any? Oh, oh yeah, we know. One. You don't have... We know your mind. <laughs> no, no, no. I got one. You got to try to really think. This is, And this is actually a song that I just... Uh, oh, my. Do we have the Oscar? Uh, yeah, it's over here somewhere. More, more. Hey, Joe, you actually going to like this record. This is a, I, this is such a Joe Button I have in the house music on uh, the volume 987 till the cops come. I have liked... <laughs> <laughs> this is because Joe does not know how to listen to music anything below... Uh, well, no, Joe is losing his hearing from years of pouring his heart out in the booth right. for my fans. Right. So now my health is deteriorating before my very eyes oh, and my so, hearing. Oh, Such a victim. Okay. Rage in the Machine, <laughs> October 21st. Rage Make sure you pick it up. I can't, well, I've can't enjoyed wait your fans fucking revolt outside your house. <laughs> oh, you mean like in the summer? No, that wasn't my fan. Uh, <laughs> um. I've liked all the songs that you've played thus far, though. Since, Have you? Since you've been oh, that here. means a lot coming from Joe, because Joe never gives me credit. So that yeah, no, I, I like your shit. I appreciate it. All right. Uh, I, think, I think this is going to be a song that you like, too, Joe. It just has your vibe to it. Uh, this is a young lady by the name. I'm, I hope I'm not saying her name wrong, but I believe it's Nao. Nao. Yeah, I we, love Nao. I've, I've done it. We've played Nao a lot on this yeah, show. Yeah. What, oh, have you? I've had song? a bunch of uh, sleepers by her. Oh, you have? Me yeah. too. I don't want to. No, we fuck with her heavy. Yeah, don't play. Don't play. Don't okay, play. No, no, so play. That, it could be. What's it no, from? What Adore You? Oh, yeah. We've definitely yeah, played I did it. That? I love okay. Adore You. All right, did so. we play it off? Yes, I've played it. Okay. I did one Adore from Adore You was, was uh, great. What is it? The February EP or whatever? I think I played some shit off that. Nail was great. Have if y'all I, listened to Todd Allen's album yet? I have. Uh, it I snuck. Heard. I didn't even know it was coming out, which I feel horrible about because I love Todd Allen. It's not really for me. It's like Trapper Tie. Is it? Yeah, it's Trapper Tie. All right, so I'm going to switch my song. This is y'all have played Nail. Yeah, already. go ahead. Eric Bellinger put a project out, too. It's not really yeah. for me. It's Trapper Eric. Uh, I like Banks' project. I listened to it for the first time today. Shout out to Banks. He has a new project out. I'm on it. Check that out. Transitions. Lloyd Banks featuring Joe Budden. All right, I'm going to play. Uh, there's a gentleman by the name of K. Forrest. All I right. believe he's from Toronto. I believe he's from Toronto. All right. He put out a mixtape uh, a few months ago called uh, Forest Fire. All right, clever and, uh, play on words there, Jay Forrest. K Forrest. K Forrest, I see what you did there. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this this song, but I think it's Soin. Spell it. S O I G N E. I wouldn't. S O I G N E. Yep. 
I'm yeah. backing out of that well, one. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't know how to pronounce that. But the song is dope. So uh, it's K Forest off of his mixtape Forest Fire. Let's see what K Forest is talking about here. Hey. Baby, I'm still guanin' like a soap too. H1, hummin' like a soap too. You feel me, feel me? Girl, I felt like it was old too. Bonnie and Clyde, I felt like shy. You my go to. And you got my XL on. I got my headband on. My sister's jersey made me feel like I was on. I could cross your way, I could shoot so long. You getting prepped at the beauty shop, Gina Salon. Oh, she got a body that you wanna see. Ooh, she got the stance from the wannabes And ooh, baby, yeah It wasn't there for the process When you turn into goddess Which one is K-Farth? Both of them So oh. I started showing up Alright Then I hopped out to ride I thought this was party downstairs show you I'm the <laughs> on the Take it from me when I say I got taste of them Tell me that's not party downstairs <laughs> But I've been far away, far away And I can't seem to stray My hands it's the after off party. your body I pull up to the front of the lobby Alright, nah Let me go get this nigga <laughs> Wait Party downstairs is fucking yeah. rude, man The funny shit is I was rocking with him during the verse When he was rapping Right. Nah, that's yeah. K Forest. I'd like that record, K Forest. Hey, K Forest, knock it the fuck off. <laughs> All right, <laughs> chill. Damn, you man, giving me up, man? K Forest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just on the party. Sh- you know what the thing is? I was playing a song earlier, right? Uh, and when I played it, Sim was like, "Is that Bryson or Tory or Party <laughs> or Weekend or anybody else making music?" And that it is a whole new. G- it's like a slew yeah. of songs or artists that kind of give you that feel in that vein. And t- listen, I'm certainly not. Uh, I'm certainly not complaining about it. Uh, my sleeper is probably going to be in that vein too. <laughs> I enjoy music in that vein. I do. Uh, you can't kill K. Forrest and then say you enjoy music in that vein. He did it bad. Oh no, nah. his voice. You got to listen to. You got to listen to. He didn't do it bad. Just something we already heard. Like he I was. Li- I'm well, listening. That's a new sound. I'm listening to his vibrato. And it was bad. But like, but like Tiller was a, a sound we had heard. <laughs> Joe, don't ever do that again. You asked me don't why it was bad. I so mean, I'm keep it a to... buck. If if Pat threw some auto tune, he might have sounded like party on that shit. But oh man, let's see. Uh, let Rory play his EDM shit. <laughs> My EDM shit. <laughs> you know, Rory's got the fucking EDM jam of the week. EDM jam of the week. <laughs> Definitely EDM jam. Oh, you know man. it. You know it's coming. Get so uh, to my my fellow ginger brother, Mac Miller, I have been very critical of you. I totally understand why people like you. I think you're very talented. You just music just wasn't for me. But Until I gave this. Now. But I gave this album a chance. It's EDM man. <laughs> uh, and I've never been a huge Ariana Grande fan. Oh my god. So when god. Mac what? Miller and Ariana Grande did a song together, I was ready to skip it, even though I was enjoying all of his album already. I sat and I listened. And it became my favorite song on the album. Oh my god, shoot. I'll, I'll go in the middle, uh so we get Ariana's part. Oh, then he fast forwarded to Ariana. You get both. They're dating, right? 
I would know. Yeah. yeah. Days, do, you, do you know their name since you knew uh, Brangelina? No. <laughs> No way to have a cool couple name with Ariana Grande. Mac Grande sounds like a Starbucks order. Yeah, Mac Grande. <laughs> I like that actually. Oh <laughs> I see you about to hate. <laughs> I can just, I can see it in your face. <laughs> No, they in a, if you take the music away, they sound like they're in a haunted house. They sound like the spooky voices. I cannot wait to hear his sleeper song. I know, right? I cannot wait. This better be a Grammy fucking record. Listen to this. Quiet Get now. the ill fade out no, to make bring, it sound doper. Hey, bring Matt Grande back. <laughs> Matt Grande is a dope ass name. I do like that name now. So I'm the only nigga that thought they sounded like they were spooky voices in the haunted house. You a hater? That's you're why. never gonna get me to agree with you that Ariana Grande doesn't sound great. She's one of the, the most oh, amazing voices yo, I've ever heard. She gotta, I hate to sound like the industry. Listen, she got to rebrand herself for me. Listen, She's still that weird. Please, I'm just talking about vocally. She Please. can sing her yeah, fucking she can asshole. That shit. Listeners, be very careful of people like Maul who try to hold you accountable for things you did not say. When did I say that she doesn't sound amazing? On that particular song, okay. she sounded good. Her blended with Mac Miller when they were doing that. <laughs> See, that's it. You're trying to shit on her vocals right Word. now. No. That sounded a little a little off, but she does sound great. I'm a fucking leak rage right now. Listen, as, you're long, a hater. as long as I don't don't have to stare at fucking uh, Big Sean and My Janae bad. Aiko, I'm cool. Oh. I'm I much rather see any other hip hop couple than them two. Damn, right? Damn. Oh, here we go again. Yeah, going yeah, down know, the same know, path. I know, I know, I know, I know. Don't do that. Sean right. is a friend, Dick. A friend of who? The show. No, the fuck he was. He a friend of the show. <laughs> fuck Sean. Fuck you. Pass me the aux cord. His fucking Henny Palooza connects have zero to do with the me. Big Sean has absolutely nothing to do with Henny Palooza and I've never even been to one. So why is he a friend of the show? I used to work with Sean. So he's your friend. That's what I said. That ain't a I'm friend on the fucking the show. show. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Stop uh, dissing couples. You're in love now. <laughs> Fuck me and my <laughs> love too. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Now that fucking the pressure Joe is Santana. on here. Uh, What's what your name? Oh, look at this real nigga shit. Hey. You can't do your own album. No, this is not my sleeper. It was just there and it's ill. Let me just give me two bars of me right quick. Raging Machine, October 21st. Hey! Long live your idols. Oh, talk to you niggas, Joe. That nigga's Yeah, that shit whack. All right, real quick, right? So, this young lady, and I'm sorry, Amani, because uh, you my guy, but this young lady put out an EP. I don't know if the EP is... Oh, no. Her name is her. H. E dot R sound like some shit I would play. She's uh, it's hard. It's hard. It's a hard yeah, project. Sound like some shit I would play. Uh, uh shut <laughs> up, nigga. Uh, and I'm gonna go with you. No, I know you're going with. I know my head is a mess. This is the shit I play. Thinking about you got me stressed, but you could probably care less. Yo, more shit is wet. You're just so hard to impress. Every time that we go out, we 
Is your best Eric Bellinger impression with mix mixed with T Pain? I always worry about you. I only tell you the truth. I'm not like those other girls. I don't be acting brand new. Oh, every time that we go out. Any girl that says she's not acting brand new is always acting brand new. EP is hard. Check it out. She put out a five-song EP. The EP is hard. Y'all should check it I out. I like that. I like that groove. It's a good groove. She got a good groove going on, on there. Um, we hit everything right. I think so. Sleep a podcast. <laughs> Trap an anonymous episode. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I'm, about, I listen. Yo, I'm about to check out Trap Anonymous no, though. No, no funny she was since Joe is such a fucking hater. Uh. Mad people hit me and was like, yo, that's like my favorite podcast now. And I was just further proving how much of a hater Joe is. Oh, okay. I'm just trying to put people on a dope shit. No, you just have business ventures spread all over have, the place. I and have you no equity plug. in trapping, nah, trapping nah, anonymous. Yeah, I know you have some equity in there. I ain't been able to prove it just yet. <laughs> but yeah, you just promoting all your shit out here in the uh, universe. Speaking of which, if you're going to A3C, Henny Palooza is doing the official after party. Why did the sound just get really weird? Because I put my headphones next to it because it's hot as fucking here. And it's a cool oh, okay, so now what are you doing? You're promoting some more shit. What's happening? Uh, if you're going to A3C in Atlanta in two weeks, Henny Which Palooza I'm not, is so. doing the official oh. after party. I'm not speaking to you. You just have to be in the room. I thought you were talking to me. <laughs> that just sounds like it's going to be a lot of fucking shit going on. A3C in where? Atlantic City? No, no, no. Atlanta. Atlanta? Oh, shit. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> That's no siree, Bob. Did that last year, maybe the year before that, somewhere around it. Nah. Sorry, Philly. Can't do it, bro. Yeah, Atlanta. Not the city, the person, right? Yeah, the person, oh, okay. Philly. Well, Sleeper yeah. Podcast, uh, let me see. Shout out to my homies, uh, Kev, uh, Ducks, and uh, Nate, the Block Talk on SoundCloud. Check them out. My dudes from Uptown, you know, just like regular dudes on the block, things that we talk about. I like about Block Talk. I do, block too. Block Talk. Even though we didn't really make the sleeper podcast thing a segment, I like it being a segment now. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, now, when now, we you, have, now you like it when we have podcasts to uh, recommend. Yeah, yeah, I don't like it if you we're should, just going to yeah. plug your man. No, no, no. You, you should plug one so I can berate you and scream during the entire thing. So when uh, you have one, let me know. Yeah, I don't have one because I don't <laughs> listen to y'all niggas. I don't listen to our shit. The number one podcast <laughs> in the universe. <laughs> That's all we got. One.